my friends, it's Andy and Hedy coming live from Yorba Linda, California in Orange County of California. <laughs> yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome to ResurrectMinistry.com. Check out the website. You could peruse all of our content. You could drop us a line and you could donate if you're so inclined. We'd love to hear from you. Hmm. We well, have to say Orange County, California, because there's Orange County, Florida. And in the past, Orange County, Florida was really not that well known, but lately because of Governor. But I think the your Belinda, California specified that we were talking about the Orange County that's in California. You think so? It was a little redundant. Nobody knows where your Belinda is. Yeah, but the California part was a little <laughs> redundant. Do you guys know where your Belinda is? That's uh, that's all I want to know. No, who would know where your Belinda is? Nobody knows where it is. It's a land of gracious living. Yeah, so I've learned. <laughs> that's what they say. Hey, ladies. Uh, hold on, let me get rid of this. Uh, you said go to the resurrectministry.com, didn't you? I did. I did point. You didn't point. You no. think they got it anyways? Well, I don't know. Especially for the people on the podcast. <laughs> you can't see your pointing. But <laughs> Carrie and Cindy, I think, are well hey, familiar. Carrie. Hey, Cindy. Nice to see you. We are reading from Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning, which is also edited by Jim Ryman. See, look, I remember without even looking at his name. That's that amazing. is a miracle. And you call your really good friend Jim Chris all the time. <laughs> But you remember Jim Ryman's name. That's good. Progress. Yes. This is a tall task today, folks. Just yes. wait to hear what oh. Spurgeon has for us today. Yes. I uh, I feel so... Inadequate? Diminished. <laughs> <laughs> All those. Inadequate and diminished. Uh, it's January 7th, and uh, the reference is Philippians 121. One of our the favorite uh, 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 verses. Yes. For to me, to live is Christ. And to die is gain. That, that part isn't on here, but we, we love that part just as much. Uh, Charles says, no believer has ever lived his entire life for Christ. He began to do so only after God, the Holy Spirit, convicted him of sin. And when by grace he was brought to see the dying Savior making appropriation for his guilt. That is becoming a sacrifice that satisfied the wrath of God for his sin. Only from that moment of new and heavenly birth did the new believer begin to live for Christ. To believers, Christ is the one pearl of mm. great price for whom we are willing to forsake everything else we have. He has, he has so completely become the love of our heart that it beats, that it beats solely for him. For his glory alone, we live and we would willingly die to defend his gospel. He has become the pattern for our life and the model after which we sculpt our character. Paul's words here mean more than most people think. Many believe he was implying that Christ was the purpose and object, uh, objective of his life. No, mm. Paul's life itself was Jesus. In the words of another ancient saint, Paul ate, drank, and slept eternal life. Jesus was his breath, the soul of his soul the heart of his heart, and the life of his life. As a professing Christian, can you, Hedia, mm. say that you live up to this ideal? Can you honestly say, Hedia, <laughs> that for you to live is Christ? I yes. think so. Are your business dealings done for Christ, or are they done for your own benefit or that of your family? Hmm. Wow. Have you asked yourself, is my primary purpose in life to live for Christ? For a Christian, it should be. 
If someone professes to live for Christ, how can he live for any live for another purpose without committing spiritual adultery? Wow. Many Christians live for him to a certain degree, but who can claim to live holy for him as the apostle Paul did? Yet this alone is the true life of the Christian. It is its source, its sustenance, its pattern, its purpose, all brought together in one person, Christ Jesus. Lord, accept me. Today I present myself to you, praying to live only in you and for you. May I be as the bull standing between the plow and the altar, whether to work or to be sacrificed. May my motto be, I am ready for either. Oh, that's, yeah, tough, tough order. We love to say to live as Christ and to die as gain. Yes. We love to say that. Yes. And I and I do believe. I think I I think. What, what are you going to say right now? I think that I I I have become that that saying. Close. <laughs> close uh, pri- let's uh, let's be fair the primary purpose is to live for christ mm-hmm. but can we say our life is christ and oh jim gives a good standard to judge it by yes i like that one sentence that he said he says whatever you have learned he says can you repeat this phrase that paul says in in philippians 4 9 whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. That's whether you know you live for Christ, that you could honestly say to anyone, whatever I do, whatever you see me do, whatever you've heard from me, it's from Christ. Put it into practice. Hmm. Well, there just isn't a lot of wooden chips that I can get in and get in the in the in the belly of the of a, of a ship like that and be chained to a wall. Or else I would. He talks about, I mean, in the books. Oh, you mean because because he went through that? No, but that's not what he's saying. Oh. He's saying, darn. He's saying, whatever I like, whatever comes out of my mouth, mm. whatever I, you hear me say, whatever you've gotten from me or seen me do, right? Put it into practice. Oh. Meaning my, that his life is so honorable and so mirrors Christ. That all of it is a teaching. Yeah. That's that's deep, folks. Anybody have any opinions about that? <laughs> what an awesome Oops. ideal. Uh-oh. Where am I? There we are. Carrie says. I was near death once, felt so ready to die and to go to Christ, felt proud. Then the small voice said, Are you willing to live for me? Oh, oh so good. Carrie. So true. I used to say that about men who say, oh, I'd die for you and say, well, you know what? Why don't we put that aside and say, will you live for me? I used mm-hmm. to say that, that no, men should you. say that. You never said that to me. I didn't. You knew that I would. Yeah. <laughs> you just do it. You didn't have to ask or suggest or, or, or prod. Oh, see that? That's not beautiful. Yeah. Hi, Lisa. Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Nice to see you. Um, well, this is a whole new level. I mean, because the, the things that I think about are all, the, all, all that he went through. 
like being chained yeah. to the belly of the of the, of the ship and shipwrecked and um and then him in in his chains being the smartest man on the ship mm. that finally they had to go to him and get advice the the captain and the the roman soldiers and the, right. they okay we're about ready to die what do you think we should do <laughs> basically they, they, you know they just said he's the he's the guy who's going to save our lives um and, and it was all in the name of god i mean he wanted to go back to rome he he wanted to go back to rome and be Right. I mean, not he didn't necessarily. I don't. He wasn't like committing suicide. He just knew that that's where he had to go to share the gospel, and whatever happened happened. It's, and it's but it's beyond saying Christ was the purpose and objective of my life. It's that Paul's life was Jesus. Hmm. So that's why I keep pointing to what Jim said because it's meaning that in your everyday actions. Do you so mirror the kindness, the justice, the compassion, the uh, the fruit of the spirit that all of those qualities that Christ is in everything you do? When you go to the grocery store, when you talk to your children, when you communicate with your spouse, when you talk with your friends, does everything you do represent Christ? That you so mirror Christ that they're indistinguishable? No. <laughs> okay. Yes, I really needed you to say yes, no. no. I needed no. you to, <laughs> to get to that point. It's important. Can, really I, can, it's I, important. can I say the positive, though? Yeah. About yourself? No. <laughs> no. This is about us. No, but it's not. This is to, about us. It's supposed to be just purely humility. It's not supposed to be. But, but I do but see. But I, but I, but I do see. I, parts of my eyebrows are like, good Christ. <laughs> occasionally no. that's good it is good no what i do notice though is I, I can't wait until i don't have to do this I, because then i'll be living as paul did where he he did I'm, I'm guessing that he did not have to go uh you know stop halfway in having a discussion and go okay i that that I need to stop saying what I just said and I need to, I need to, no, Jesus I go, to okay, come back. please, Holy Spirit, listen to me. The good news is, is that I actually, I do realize it. Yes. So that's, I mean, come it, so far. <laughs> that's so important. That and like actually... I told you, I had a discussion with my son last night, Kelly, and uh, there was that moment where I was just kind of a little bit exasperated in my, in my, <laughs> In what I was about to talk about. And I stopped and I said, in, a, in my head said, you know, God, give me the words that will honor you and that, so that will, you know, make a difference in this young man's life. That I, I want to give him advice that is from God, not from Andy. Ooh, that's good. And, but that. It's true. Those are the, the, that's, that's the difference. I'm not, I'm not giving myself praise. It's purely God because I would more be, likely to just say you know what andy wants to say <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely better than where we were so, so that's how i know i'm not ago. i'm not i'm not living this way because i think and i believe paul he just he, he was living jesus and it just it Flowed just out of him. it just flew out of him well that's why i think he at least softens it and says it's my primary purpose mm. in life to live for christ because for a Christian, it should be. Let's see, we have a few comments here. Let's see, what, uh, where are we at? I'll let you take over. You so Cindy job. says, something to strive toward, learn, grow, and follow Jesus. 
Yes. Amen. Lisa had a similar experience to Carrie. Oh says. yeah. Lisa says she had a similar experience to Carrie. Mm. And then Carrie's saying, I don't mirror Christ in everything, but this makes me want to. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Something we are to strive towards. Uh, so he says, I many times can do the right thing after a battle in my mind and heart. I don't start off in the right place. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's where most of us, I mean, like sometimes you just feel, you just feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, like working in and through you. And mm -hmm. those moments are so glorious. And the other times when you know you're in your flesh and you can catch yourself, you're also really happy that you can catch yourself. But the worst is the ones you can't catch. Like they, the words went out and you're just kind of like, oh, come back, come back. Oh, please come back. And they're gone. <laughs> so Carrie's saying this. Indy, yes, it seems like we battle. Amen. Mm. Or I fuss and then repent and it's by the grace of God. Yes, exactly. And Lisa says being transformed by Christ is an, is an ongoing prayerful process. Yes. Amen. You know, today went to um, the law enforcement ministry at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills. Yes. A, uh, a police officer, I believe he's a sergeant in narcotics um, with LA County Sheriff, <clears throat> who is the, the lead of, of this particular group. And he gives a message. And once again, and now with along with this particular uh, devotional from Charles Spurgeon, just makes me, um, I'm going to say sad. It just, I'm just, just reflect that uh, I did not, as a police officer, I was not in this place. Mm. And I, and I, and I see in my mind's eye, and that's one of the things I, I kind of get distracted there at the law enforcement ministry and particularly today when I was listening is that I'm listening, but my mind is going, wow, I wish I had this when I was a police officer. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I'm there as a retired police officer, but I so wish I had the ministry, that ministry to take the, the message back to the street, yeah, to the bad guy that's handcuffed in the back of my car or the person that's um, dying as I'm standing over them. Oh. It would, it just would have been so different. And to live this way, to live as Paul as a police officer. Wow. What a difference I could have made. Can you imagine? As a, that a police officer can make. And so that, that's kind of what I get distracted with. So I think that's the main reason I don't remember everything that was talked about from uh, the gentleman who gave the, the message. But um, because I spent so much time thinking, oh, gosh, I hope these guys are listening. I, I want them to listen so they can take it to the, the street. Yeah, the ones that aren't retired, because there are a few guys that are young enough to still be on, on the job. But uh, just like, wow, what a what an amazing way of being, you know, on the, you know to be out there uh, sharing the gospel. Well, and I think in terms of it's, we should keep this in mind in everything we do. So for me, it's particularly acute in terms of our marriage because, you know, times that I get frustrated or exacerbated, exacerbated or exasperated, you said is the word. Exacerbated. Ex uh, exacerbated. Exasperated is Ex what we yes. have. Yeah. Um, is when you know that God put you together, you say, I, I make this marriage work for your sake, Lord. Mm. And that, that, puts a completely different perspective on the dedication you show for it, because not all of us are going to be in a boat chained to the pole. You know what I mean? 
or even suffer physical persecution. But the Lord's like, if I put you somewhere, how much, or it's working at a ministry, you know, Cindy runs, you know, a small church. It's when we get frustrated or fed up and it's someplace we know for sure God has us. It's not that he's moving us, you know, but in our flesh, we get frustrated that it's so important to remember, are you living for me? Like you can hear Jesus's voice in your head. Are you living for me right now? Mm -hmm. Like, do you understand that you do this for me, for my sake and not for your sake? And if we were to hand over everything in our lives that way, see how much more powerful they would be, how much more powerful the experiences would be. Well, Bruce, who's a police officer I worked with at Anaheim Police Department, he was there also today. He's also a one of the lead security for Pastor Jack Hibbs. Um, he, he walked me to my car after the event, and you know, just him and his dog and me. And uh, <laughs> and uh, he asked me. He asked me. He goes, "How are how are how is your and Hedia's marriage? Is it is it amazing? This was, it was something to that to that effect. Like, how is the marriage? Not not how are you guys doing? Like, how is the marriage? Is it is your marriage amazing? Is in other words, I think what he was asking was was God in your marriage? Right. That's what I heard. Yes. I don't know exactly that's what he's asking, but I, I could see him asking it that way. And and I and I said, you know, it's interesting that that the, the way that you asked that and the way you said is that. Um, our marriage is only amazing because of God. Right. And I'm glad you thought that was okay. <laughs> but I said, because I'm, I'm just, I'm just not that amazing. And so, <laughs> so I, so, but the greatest thing is I, and I said, and the greatest thing is, is I see how God works has been working with uh, working on both of us as individuals yes. and as a couple. Yes. And, 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 as parents. And, and the great thing is we see, we can see the, the proof of it. We can see the evidence of God because, yes. because we would not, we would not be here today. We would not be, we would, we would not be together probably without God. Yes. And so that, that's the evidence of God. Yes. So that's what I was able to share with him today. So again, we may not be living as Paul did and still is, but we are so far better off uh, how we are now. Yes, for sure. <laughs> that, that all makes sense at all. Yes. It made sense at the parking lot of uh, Calvary Chapel. <laughs> and Carrie's saying, God can redeem the Daheim, Andy, if we let him. Yes. Absolutely. And Cindy's saying, I used to ride as a chaplain with the police in Dallas, and it was pretty amazing and challenging. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Oh, there was a, uh, uh, an announcement for a class that's coming up to be a law enforcement chaplain. Oh. And I felt a little like, like what? Who's poking me right now? Oh. I, I, don't, I don't know. I go, are you poking me? I, I don't know. I don't know what that was. But uh, a class that I think there's like three people, three spaces left or something like that. But uh, I don't know what that was all about, what that, what that little prompting was little prompting was it was just like <laughs> i don't know you should pray about it and i see. should pray about it but i go i, I then i started again and i started thinking about like that would be so weird to be addressed as, should i go see who that is i don't know do you do, none of our kids are home to answer the door <laughs> our doorbell is ringing um but go ahead and carry on we have a few people uh, I, shall, I shall carry on uh cindy's so saying yes i have to pray through my attitude at times i hate that i don't love enough in ministry you know that's got to be Cindy one of the hardest things about pastoral care is 
the overwhelming amount of love that must that it takes to pour out of you. I mean, we have such a small example of that in our home church once a month, but you doing that every week and having to be available in that way is uh, must be very difficult, must be very difficult. We have to remember that when we pray for you too. And then you saying, I'm not, I'm proud of you and your relationship together and as parents. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And Carrie says, when life gets slow and routine, it is a challenge also without excitement and chaos. <laughs> That's true too, because we can also get lazy. If things are too easy or too simple or too boring, we can get restless too. Absolutely. And uh, Lisa says, it's glorious to hear your words about your marriage. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and Lisa also asks, is our class tomorrow or did we already have it? We actually, it's on Tuesday. So yes, please continue to keep us in prayer. Andy's not nervous at all because he's never nervous about anything. So I'm nervous <laughs> enough for the both of us. Yes. Good. Thank you for being nervous. Yes. Um, it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. Who was it? Out I'm going to look down those stairs. Who was like, it? Like a gazelle. No, I don't know. I think it's, a. I don't know. It was nobody was there. No, I ran out and said, "Who? Anybody out here?" <laughs> uh, the only thing that I, the my my son, uh -huh. the one I talked to last night, who's playing ding dong. Ditch. He loves to play ding dong ditch, oh. and he even does it to me uh, when I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> He's done it since he was a little kid. Like oh. it's one of those things he can't outgrow. Okay, that's cute. He's been caught on. Uh, oh, that's him. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna ignore it. <laughs> That's he's, Kelly playing Ding Dong Ditch. He's been caught on uh, on several ring. Okay, okay, I knew it was. Yeah, he's playing Ding Dong. That's that was our daughter telling us yeah. it was our son. Practicing being a snitch. Um, <laughs> um, what would you think? If somebody asked you, is what I was going to ask you before I left. Uh, if somebody, and you can't use my words now, but if somebody mm. said, Hedia, uh, how, how, is, how is your marriage with Andy? How was, how was God working? Somebody just asked me that today. What? My friend, Christy. Oh, and? And I said, it was amazing. I said, God is growing me and testing me and, and stretching me uh, beyond what I could have possibly imagined. She's like, but when, after we finished talking about it, she's like, wow. She's like, I know he is because even the way you speak about it is different because she knew me before we met. You know, oh. she was, she's my first mentor in Christ. That's who the Lord sent to teach me. Uh, and it is that I, that's just, that's the miraculous part is that it is for his sake. And it just gives a completely different perspective mm. because we, it, it is so different when you're married for yourself. You know what I mean? Right. Because then you just think about like, am I having, do I need this? What do I, I don't know how, I don't know if I like this part, but what about that part? Like you start running through a laundry list of, I like this, I don't like that. As if it's like a, almost like an article of clothing. But yeah. when it's in service to the Lord, your standards are completely different. Right. You know? Um, so this brings me to the third part of this discussion. Okay. And, and so I just want to bring this around back to the devotional is that this is how I know my walk with God is, is not for real, is different. It, it's, it's not the religiosity. You know how we were right. talking about, we were talking with Zara about, you know, about being religious. 
This is how I know I'm not religious anymore. I used to be religious because now my answers and my thoughts about what's happening in my life is, is includes God. Right. Yeah. So if, if I'm failing at something, I'll say, wow, what is, what, when did I, when did I miss my moment to listen to what the Holy Spirit should have told me? Or how is God making it as wonderful as it is? Or how is it that I can thank God for, you know, what it is I have? That is, a, that is a huge difference. I think in that it happens often, far more often. And again, I'm not trying to put myself in Paul's shoes, sandals. <laughs> I'm just saying, is it different? Yes, but I, I still have a long ways to go. But I do love the work that he's done Amen. Um, in my life. I think it's pretty amazing. Absolutely. Um, I wanted you, would you mind reading the entire part of Jim's yeah, of course. portion of this? Uh, where are we? There we go. What an incredible standard Spurgeon lays down for us. He asks, who can claim to live wholly for Christ as the Apostle Paul did? Yet remember, believer, Paul was simply flesh and blood. He struggled with the same temptations that lead us to the spiritual adultery Spurgeon warns against. Who of us, however, can say without reservation, as Paul did, whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice? What a bold statement. Yes, Paul was only a man, but the same Holy Spirit that empowered him indwells in every believer. Therefore, what we see in Paul truly can be put into practice in our lives through the power of the Spirit of God. There was one thing, however, that we have to help us that Paul did not have as he began his walk with Christ. It is his letters that make up a major portion of the New Testament. Why not read one of Paul's letters today? And so true. We have the benefit of his right. experience. So That's tell us. Chills. Right? That's so awesome because that wow. is like such a amazing gift that um, none of the apostles had. Mm. And that's where you could read it in his letters, the, the way he implores. So me and Andy read, we pulled up what was the easiest one we could read before going live and we pulled up Philemon and it is so beautiful how he, like the way he's trying to convince somebody that he knows will not want to do so. Philo, he's asking Philemon to take back his slave, Onesimus, and forgive him for what he had done wrong and to not let him be a slave anymore, that he has to be his brother. And so he showers him with praise and says, I have no right to ask this of you, but I know you're holy. I know you will always do the right thing. Like it is so clever. It is so gracious. It is so powerful. And to think, again, in, in our lives, in our situation, if we could be that gracious and that humble mm. in asking for things. Why'd you say, why'd you look at me when you said humble? Well, <laughs> humble. Uh, how much more effective we would be, again, with friends, children, family, whatever it is. Like, if I could just do that with my mom. Oh. That's the best example I have of somebody I have a real hard time just biting my tongue. Mm. But to get them um, to see uh, to see something from a particular angle, how important it is, how delivery, the, the power of life and death is in our tongue. How different would it be if 
she believed in Jesus Christ or was a follower of Jesus Christ. Right, of course. Yeah. But then still, Allah. I then Allah. <laughs> wow. For sure. And Carrie's asking if I got my visuals ready. I did not. So Andy's doing this first Tuesday. And I have decided I am not going to use a PowerPoint for my first class. What? I basically took my notes and made head headlines that I'm going to use as a handout because I actually like to chit chat. So I'm going to be able to I'm going to be able to ask them questions about my material, God willing. Nice. And Cindy says, Cindy says, Paul's letters are a true gift. Right. Right. Scripture. Scripture. We don't have that much. We just have Philippians 121, which we read to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And then Matthew 13, 45 and 46, which is the parable of the treasure and the pearl. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found the one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Wow. That's just, how valuable Christ is to us. I just understood that. How much are you willing to sell for Christ? What would you give up? <laughs> That's the question, right? Because when he went to the rich man and said, sell your belongs and follow me, he's like, oh, I can't do that. Mm. Wow. You say, oh, Jesus, send me. I offer myself as a living sacrifice, ish. <laughs> kind of, until you try to take my toenails out, and then I'm going to scream and say no. You know, like uh, we just were so fortunate to really not have that tested as much as the apostles did. Yeah. Or as much as, much as people in other countries do. What hmm. would you give? Would you give your life? Like physically, literally? Would you give your comfort? Right. Could we could we call the, the movers to, to bring some of the stuff with us? <laughs> <laughs> to the streets, you mean? Yeah. <sighs> it's a big question. Huh. Very interesting. And we go so lucky when God doesn't um, ask more than we can bear. Yeah. Uh, Cindy says, I used to let my mom call my voicemail, then would respond wrong then call her back and respond in love my mom was hard too when she was alive mm. yeah they, you know moms and daughters they could be real serious triggers ish <laughs> ish is right <laughs> uh, it is challenging i downgraded to move here and god really blessed oh wow yeah i mean I, you can imagine she's saying she was in dallas so there's a chaplain yeah. now she's in a little small church so God That's bless so you, Cindy. Cool. May God uh, expand your territory. Multiply yeah, it. For sure. <laughs> wow, this really has my mind kind of spinning. Oh, is it? Thinking of all the things that you have sacrificed or would sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> I think about it, actually. Huh. I, 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 as I've said, I... I Physically, he has taken me way outside my comfort zone. Hmm. Way outside my comfort zone. Yeah, mine is not necessarily material stuff, obviously, but it is my, myself. 
Why is that not surprising? <laughs> it's the Andy Falco show, folks. Andy's whole life is the Andy Falco oh, show. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I could, I you know, uh, I just have my things, you know, the things that I like to do and say and uh, yes, the way I like to changed. be. You've changed so much. I mean, that. I mean, every so often I feel like a little, oh, okay, you can let it go. Let it go. Let it, <laughs> let it go. Like I'm talking to a, you know, a dog, you know, yeah. that has something he's not supposed to have. Let it go. And, yeah, I do that too. and then I open my mouth and I, and I let it go. I go oh, that was so painful. <laughs> so painful. Uh, or just things that want to come out of my mouth. Um, you know, they, they, gotten... I, I, I reel them back in. She knows. I know you do because you're so, oh my God, so much different than when I even first met you. So you, were, so you I had, would rather give up a thousand dollars sometimes. Like I'll give you money if I could just say <laughs> what I want to say. <laughs> I'm not that materialistic. I mean, I could, I could sleep on a couch. I, I have for years slept on a couch, but there are certain things that are way more difficult for me. We all have our thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and mine is who, who, who I am. <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> that is cute. Uh, so oh. says, yes, thank you. She is retired from a school district as a behavioral specialist oh, and wow. associate pastor and had an Airbnb business. This is different oh, for gosh. sure. I'm curious also what, uh, what prompted the change? I'm sure that's a long story that you may not be able to put right here, but <laughs> I would love to hear that one day. A short version. What's Carrie, what's Carrie talking about there? Uh, the knight in shining armor, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think we that, did it. Yeah, that's been some. Lots to think about. Yeah, really is, has me kind of a little bit uh, tongue-tied. Tongue <gasps> I know. That is, that's not usual for you. I know. Now I just feel like I... I I got to do more. I'm, I'm falling short. Oh, we are all falling short. <laughs> <laughs> That's a given. I, I thought this whole time that I had I had stopped falling short, that I had gotten to where... It's so bad to think that. <laughs> <laughs> you always have to be conscious of falling short. What? That's what maintains humility. Oh, man. Just like yesterday, I thought, I, I have arrived. <laughs> I have gotten to... Uh, I've gotten to Paul status. No, I thought yesterday, yesterday no. I thought I was at Paul. I thought you, you know, Hedia, just, I'm going to change my name. <laughs> <laughs> and now it got all taken away from me tonight. Oh, That's hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, oh. Cindy agrees. Amen. All fall short, always. <laughs> that should be, that should be the post-it in the bathroom. Always. Amen. All fall short, always. Always an underline. Always. Why is the word men in all that? <laughs> you really, you really. Uh, oh, she didn't say all men all fall short. Oh, always. Amen. Amen. Uh, you said all men no. all fall short. <laughs> that would have been pretty harsh. <laughs> no, she may have wanted to say that, but no, she said amen. Not Cindy. Cindy's too sweet for that. Uh, and Carrie saying you got company. <laughs> And 
Jesus is saying, my tongue often gets ahead of my mind and my heart. I'm quick to speak loudly in emotional situations. Mm -hmm. Yes, know that experience. I can pour out my frustration in a way then I must ask for forgiveness from whoever did not deserve it. <laughs> yes. For yes. Sure. And I tell I had I was telling Andy I had this great, very deep conversation with my daughter, uh, first of its kind, where I've always I've always wondered how she actually felt about you know, leaving Islam and losing everything and really having no choice in that whatsoever. It was my choice and she had to come along. Uh, and she brought it up to me and not in a mean way at all, but kind of like, look, I did this, like, I want you to support me like I supported you. And I said, and it was extremely freeing for me to own that. I like, I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to say, you're absolutely right. And I am so sorry. And um, I believe I did the right thing for both of us, but you're right. I did that to you and you had absolutely no choice. Um, and it was, and she just like took a breath. It seemed like she really wanted me to acknowledge that. Um, and it was just, it was just really cool. And, and I'm saying this because the idea of falling short, I find it quite rewarding now to apologize to her. Sometimes she could be quite wise and, She'll say, she'll just turn around to me and be like, mom, you're just being really mean right now. And I'm like, oh, you are right. She's like, don't you tell me not to say anything if I don't have anything nice to say? And I was like, you're absolutely right. I am sorry. And it's actually, oh, never in another universe. Cathartic? It is. It is because I was never that person. I could think of 101 ways to get out of the accusation. <laughs> you know? We're not that much uh, different. No, yeah, I didn't yeah. want to say that, but yeah, exactly, exactly. We both had our egos, right? It's just, it's just nice to be like, I'm sorry. Wow, it is. You know, it really <laughs> isn't it? It because... may be one of the most amazing spiritual gifts God has given me. Right? Is uh, is being sorry? I mean, not just saying you're sorry, but actually being. Asking for, you know, wanting forgiveness. Right. Or something. Isn't it awesome? It is. <laughs> because it's something we never had before, right? I yeah. I could care less if somebody forgave me, you know? Like, I would just, I'd spend hours weaseling out of yeah. whatever it was yeah. I was accused of, you know? But yeah, it was a door in my in my head that had been painted over for several <laughs> decades. You know how that happens on a window and you can't get it open? Oh, yeah. And then when it came to being open, it was like, oh, my God, I can't get it open. We need to get a scraper. <laughs> I need to get like I don't, this door has never, never been open. <laughs> and then, sorry, uh, it, it, it slammed. Uh, oh, it's great. So awesome. I love that. <laughs> That's yes. Oh, Cindy says I've, I've apologized to my kids many times with no excuse. Yeah, you know, no but. No, and just like, I am sorry. Yes, you're absolutely. And how good does it feel when people do that for you? Yeah. It is so awesome when you just, because it validates that person's feelings, you know, mm -hmm. and be like, you know what? You're right. I think that made a world of difference when um, I finally owned up to the divorce and, you know, my part in it, and that, you know, that it failed them. Right. You know, I failed them as yeah. a dad. Um, it, made a huge difference it, it changed everything i think right yeah because they're like okay he's not going to pretend that didn't happen right mm -hmm. you know like it's just acknowledging it and move that's exactly how i felt last night with zara like 
I'm not going to pretend that that didn't happen to you. It did happen to you, mm. you know? And I was, I'm the reason it happened, you know? So yeah. So yeah. Cut that. It, it helped also because <laughs> the other day I was, you know, talking to my doctor about uh, relationship advice. And she goes, you're going to tell me about relationship advice. You've doctors of this too? My daughter. Your daughter? Yeah. Ray. You, uh, you're going to give me relationship? I go, yes, I am. I said, <laughs> one of the an great. Expert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Failure. <laughs> Is the, the thing that is the, the thing that creates most of the inventions in this world. The light bulb was created was created out of failure, yes. tens of thousands of failures. I failed, and I'm sorry, and I failed you, and the kid, and the other kids. And uh, this is how I know what I'm about to tell you is true, because this is what caused that to happen. And, and I was able to switch it around on her. That little smart. You know what I want to say? Yes. <laughs> and Carrie says, "See, it ends battling when we confess. It's so fr yeah, freedom." Freedom to just nip it in the bud, yeah. you know, just be like, yes, this is done. <laughs> I always say I was wrong more than I'm sorry. And then ask mm. for their forgiveness. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. And Cindy says, hey, check out my service tomorrow. I'm doing my first baptism. I'm a little scared. Totally. Oh. That is awesome. Congratulations. May you see thousands more, Cindy. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we yes. just watch that. Yeah, absolutely. Just make sure you get them out of the water. Don't leave them in there too long. <laughs> <laughs> Some people uh, need extra washing, like an extra dunk, I heard. Oh, really? Yeah, they're kind of like a, yeah. I told you my experience was that I didn't see the two big linebackers behind me. And I felt like they were angels that just catapulted me back out of the water. And I was like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> And my friend Chris was like, this, you didn't see the two big dudes behind you? Just like, lifted no. you right out of the water. No, but that was awesome. It felt like, phew, like I was flying in the air. Would you mind, um, let's, uh, if you wouldn't mind praying for Cindy and her, and her yes. baptism and that God be in the room. Yes, absolutely. Oh, for all of us that he's moving in mm -hmm. such unique ways. Lord, thank you. Thank you for... Thank you for making us believers. Thank you for the gift of salvation and for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that miraculously transforms us. Will you continue to transform each and every one of us? And whoever may be listening that is not yet transformed by receiving your Holy Spirit, may he turn to you, repent and accept the loving free gift of salvation and see his life miraculously turned. Thank you for all that you're doing in Cindy's life. You've taken her from one end of the country to another and you've put her in this place that is between you and her and she knows exactly why she's there lord will you continue to grow her ministry and expand her territory and do not send her where anywhere that you don't go before her and that you will be her rear guard lord and that this baptism will be one the first of many 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 people that she will bring to your loving grace and all that you're doing in Carrie's life and in Lisa's life and all of our friends, Lord, and what you continue to do in and through Andy and I. Bless our families and our children and our loved ones. We love you and honor you in everything that we do. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Cindy says she's not going to drown. Anymore. Okay, good. <laughs> Step <awesome>. one. <laughs> <laughs> all right my friends uh don't forget to go to what app the edify app we're part of the edify christian podcast network edifi.app uh it's a great way to listen to podcasts you can find some awesome content download subscribe share it with your friends <laughs> and share the youtube videos the facebook like subscribe that is awesome for us 
Yes, for sure. All right, my friends. <laughs> Gary says have them hold their nose. Yeah. Yes, that's definitely a start. <laughs> All right, my friends. We love you. Good night. God bless. God bless. Take care.